Are we live? Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Uh, we are live. Hey everybody, welcome to second uh third episode third episode of the Random Cast. This is your host Zed and with me you have your co-host Hey everyone, I'm Wahaj. And today we have our guest Hassan and Abrar. Hey you guys, what's up? What's going on guys? How y'all feeling? Hey, how you guys doing, man? Uh, I'm Abrar. All right, today's topic is um it's kind of old now, but I think it was necessary to talk on this. It was uh it is online um covid and education so like what's your what what's your thought on those like on it like what do you guys think about online education i think it's very hard to do compared to going in school because online when you're sitting in front of your computer you have like it's easier to get distracted it's harder to stay uh focus you know right so i say one thing though I say it depends, of course, on like your attention span and whatnot, whether or not you're able to focus on like what you got to do. Overall, though, I say that me and Hassan can both agree on this that if you're a college student, online learning has just like been a gateway to cheating. Like you just cheat on all your assignments. If yep. you can cheat in your exam, you're gonna cheat on your exam. Like you don't learn anything. You just learn to cheat. That's that's. He just called you out, Hassan. I mean, I he, you'll agree with me too. I agree, but. You know, personally, I'm not a cheater. <laughs> um, let me just put this in. Um, we don't promote cheating. Uh, we are just talking about what's generally been happening around us. But we don't promote cheating at all. Uh, you should hard. Uh, you should hard work and study, but do not cheat. Like, do not cheat. So, we just wanted to put out there before we move forward. Continue. I like to really take and understand concepts, but. I actually like the, you know, remote uh, classes, everything online. Why? Like, is there any like anything specific you like about it, or like just the overall everything? Before we move forward, I thought it would be a good idea to interview a toddler, or not a toddler exactly, but like a kindergartner who would be. Who would be? Uh, who would tell us his online exp- learning experience instead of us? Because you heard our story. Like we are adults mostly, but they are kids, and let's see what they are facing. Hey, man, what's up? Hi, how are you guys doing? We are good. We are good. Thank you. Man, what do you think about online studies and everything that's going on? I mean, it's not good or it's not bad. It's just normal, you know. Wait, first of all, why don't you go ahead and tell uh, what grade are you in? I'm in fourth grade. Okay, I should have brought someone smaller, but okay. Okay, so it's not good or it's not bad. Um, it's just okay, you know. Um, it. Like, what do you mean it's okay? Like so, in person, I feel like I don't know why. For me, it will be a little better because in computer, sometimes you like might pretend. For me, my teacher gives me um like um some things, to, like some works to do. Like some, a classwork. Yes, yeah, some yeah. classwork, and then I, it just lags a lot, so I don't even understand what she says. 
So like technical difficulties makes your online online learning experience harder, right? Yeah, but in person none of that gonna happen because you're not like a left computer or something. Right. Like in person for me it would be better a little bit. Right. And um what do you think like about doing your homework and stuff? Do you feel the same way that all home because yeah. sometimes you have complained about uh, your com- your homework turning in your assignment homework assignments but they goes missing or something happens sometimes, with the f- um like sometimes i um do my assignment but it doesn't like um i don't know why it just tells me to submit it again but in the school i sometimes get help from my teacher so you would prefer going to school instead of online learning yeah yeah but now but the schools are open why aren't you going you know because it's coronavirus and I exactly. for me yep. it's not for me it's not safe kind of it's not kind of safe to go in schools right now right all right man let's get back thank you so much uh mr for coming into this podcast for a while and he was our guest star and uh, let's continue where we was could potentially have covid and spread it so I think you know, just a lot. It's a lot more safer. Um, but again, it's also uh, just being able to you know manage your assignments on your own time, being able to personalize your own learning paths. Again, yeah, you do. Even though you're online, you have to be able to be committed to just learning yourself and find passion in that to that way you enjoy it. That's, that's, that's what I think about. I think that there's one more thing that's really good about online learning is the, the recorded lectures. Uh, for a lot of people, including myself, it's really, for me personally, it's just really hard to stay focused, especially with uh, some of the harder classes. So you can, if you have any questions or like any concerns about any like specific topics, you can just like go back to the recorded lecture. And for a lot of universities that are required um, most of the professors to record their lectures so you can just go revisit them maybe re-watch it again before exams and that kind of just like helps solidify the material if of course you're actually doing it of course like like I, like I said before there's been like a lot of cheating now like a lot of cheating and a lot of people just don't really they haven't been learning but for people that actually want to do it they can go revisit the lectures and you know it's it's in that case it's it's very helpful right do you think what do you think about the test online tests and online exams because like people are cheating though but on um let me just put this in um we don't promote cheating uh we are just talking about what's generally been happening around us but we don't promote cheating at all uh you should hard uh, you should hard work and study but do not cheat like do not cheat so we just wanted to put out there before we move forward continue like the way teachers are like proctoring it do you think it's helping anyway uh i'd have to say that it it depends on what they're using uh there's i I know for universities that either a um, a professor proctors the exam like through zoom or through skype or whatever means and then another way is that through lockdown browser Again, yeah. for both methods, there are ways that you can go and get around it, right? There's ways that you can cheat, of course. But I feel like considering the situation and considering what they're dealing with and what's available to them, I, I think it's kind of like their best alternative, you know, with what you can do. Of course, Lockdown Browser, I know particularly has like many issues. Like if you look a little too much or something, it like locks you out. 
but besides that i see that with what you know like with what we have and what's available it's probably the best choice right so like what do you think after we like now schools are opening back many like for my like for my brother right high schools are open back and it was like parents choice if they want to send their students back to school or not do you think parents trust sending them sending their kids to school again i mean if they are sending their kids back to school then they probably do trust the system and feel that it's safe but i feel like majority of parents don't feel safe sending their kids because the majority of parents aren't like if you look in our county there's literally two kids on one bus which is like that's horrible right so it means it says that parents still don't trust the school system right not the school system they just don't feel safe about covid yeah that too in uh, sort of just to add from that right is this i feel that it's just it's going to take a long time like maybe a couple months at least or maybe even a year where everything just goes back to normal you know like there's always going to be that uncertainty and then people have kind of like we've been we've been home this like we've been online learning for like over a year now i think right yeah yeah so like considering that it's going to be a, a while before we're able to go back to normal you know it's just and i feel another thing that's going to um a lot of people or like this career is going to benefit is the like therapists you know because a lot of people are just going to be so like anxious and like they're going to have like anxiety and like, stress just like oh am i going to get like you know the virus and stuff even though it might not even be that a threat like that you know right So I feel like it's just it's just something about that. We get back to the way things were. Hmm. So you know how schools are still um um hosting extracurriculum activities? Do you think schools should um in terms of extracurricular activities? Uh I'm not sure Hassan, what do you think? Like sports and stuff. And again, so I mean if you're looking if you look at what, you know, NBA and about on these professional professional divisions are doing um even college like you know even at my college UMBC there's still i believe there's still basketball games going on um it's march so march madness is going on mm-hmm. uh so i think you can in terms of sports i think that if you just follow the specific guidelines that you know maybe these other industries are doing i think that it's fine to hold uh you know sports and or basketball football soccer all that so i think in ter- i think if people just follow the guidelines like you know wear your mask get tested <laughs> especially as an athlete i think if you get tested regularly you're following the protocols i think you'll be fine um and i think it shouldn't be an issue if everyone's just following those protocols What are the best tips you guys have to succeed in online learn uh, in online system? Well, I'd say the basically um I know because a lot of people they see that we have recorded lectures, they don't go to the daily lectures. So, right. I say that make sure that you stick to those designated times that you, know, you have your classes. Definitely go to class. Okay, take your notes. Do the same thing like you would like as if you were in like as if it was an in-person class. Don't break that routine because eventually you're not going to be home again. 
you know it's going to go back to in-person like on-campus classes again so you should make sure that you retain that that schedule that you know those habits that you have and you know, keep at it keep at it you know do the rewrite your notes and whatnot so just my advice would just be just do the same thing that you did that you would do if the classes were in person so you right. just don't lose those habits right um for me i think that if you want to really do well or succeed online i think that you should really set a schedule for yourself uh what i do is i you know i have a calendar um, I mean, you can use Google Calendar and all these other apps, even online, instead of, you know, actually manually doing it. But I use, you know, even I use Google Calendar to kind of like, uh, you know, get my assignments and say, uh, get whenever I have a test, I'll put it on that date. And it kind of just gets you like, okay, I guess your mind right. You know, you want to be able to prepare and be ready when these assignments and exams are coming at you. Um, so I think just scheduling and, you know, using your calendars and just writing things down weekly uh, will definitely prepare your mind when you have these tests and exams. But also I think that uh, being able to be in like a, a good learning environment, what I mean by that is like, you know, not always watching Netflix, you know, limits limit time on social media. Even though, you know, everybody's at home, I'm, I'm pretty sure everybody is on their phone 24 seven. Uh, so I think if you can eliminate social media and just establish a good learning environment, uh, you'll be you'll be fine. Right, uh, I agree with you. Cause like, I also have a whiteboard. I would like write daily tasks on it. Like what I have to do. I also have a schedule. I don't have a sleep schedule other, other than that. I have a schedule, pre-scheduled life. I actually do the same thing you said, Hassan. I like write down everything I have to do. But do you guys think there should be like a period of time where you should like study for like at least for four hours to two hours or something like that? I say the perfect time would be after, after five or six o'clock. Like um, in the morning, right? In the morning, yeah. The, in the morning, there's something about the morning, man. Um, as Muslims, we you gotta pray Fajr anyway, right? Yeah. So um, after Fajr, man, if you can wake up around that time and study, it just it just feels way more productive. I feel like um, even not just me, but like a lot of people say that like, they just feel better. And it's also day. scientifically proven your mind works faster in the morning than exactly. in the afternoon. And which makes sense too, if you think about it, because like. Your body's nutrition are like, like replenished, you know, after a good after a good sleep, right? Likewise, like if you were to study at the night, you've basically exhausted all those nutrients and like your your um, body's energy, and then you're just studying at the night. You're probably gonna be worse off than versus like you know studying in the morning. So that does make sense. But I'd say like in the morning is the best time to right. study. But there is one thing I I actually want to talk about though. So I know there's an issue for millennials and how that a lot of people are getting ADHD and how they just can't, like, they can't focus for too long, right? Right. And this kind of, like, uh, correlates to the idea of online learning because everybody's, everything's online. And it's a study was shown that, like, new millennials, right, they basically prefer to watch, like, 15-second clips than watch, like, a 10-minute YouTube video or a 10-minute YouTube video over a movie that's and, true exactly so it's just like if they can't focus for like 10 minutes right on a youtube video 
how do you expect them to focus for like an hour lecture that's online true but if you don't have any other alternative you know right yeah, so I, think just, I think that in terms of 10 minutes i think it it's also has to go with what you like i mean when you're watching a youtube video you're obviously going to go watch what you want to watch so that's why you'll probably be more committed to watching that video i mean nobody wants to be in cl- i mean let's be honest nobody wants to be in class for an hour listening to or watching lectures on math like come on now compared to like a 10 minute sideman video like i think a lot i mean it also depends on what they prefer and that's the i think these these new millennials should definitely start uh getting a habit of really start to learning and understanding material more because it will definitely help them out more later on when they go to college and stuff like that but the what i'd have to say with that is that because like uh the younger like uh, people that are growing up now they have more access to technology right and even though we can teach them the same ways that we studied when we were younger it probably won't go as well anymore because they know how to cheat better than us right right they know how to like use technology way better than us dude i didn't know how to like i'm having trouble screenshotting iphone on my iphone 11 because i switched my phone recently like, I, i don't know how to do it right so they just know how to do this stuff way better right and they're going to be like like running circles around professors like you know what i mean it's just it's going to take a while and even though i i get that but they grew up with technology so I feel like that just kind of like makes it worse for them. It just adds on to like their like less more less attention span, less attention span, less attention span, less attention span. Have you seen like a kid, like a baby kid like just hold a cell phone? They don't let go of it, man. They they're grabbing onto that thing and they don't let anybody touch it. Right. So it just it just adds on to it more and more. And I feel like that's just these habits, bro. It's just dying, decreasing slowly by generation by generation. Hmm. You don't know how to screenshot? Do you want me okay. to tell you? I figured it out, okay? But I'm just That's saying, what I was like, saying. It's kind of... <laughs> I think you're going to screenshot. I was just saying that it was tough for me. I didn't know how to do it when I switched my phone, man. Just leave me alone. Like, seriously. <laughs> how about this? How about this, guys? Um, what do you think is the best or the hardest subject to learn? online or in, a, in, a, in an online learning you know, environment so Zay, for, you said math right for me it's math bro so why would it be math i can't understand math like online neither in person so like yeah math is like a no thing for me because like right what i do with math is i usually write down all the notes the teacher is telling i don't even listen what he's saying i just, I just focus on writing the notes down later i just listen to the recording I don't understand it step by step but it takes a while to understand what what's going on. And that completely makes sense. Like math is like one of the more harder subjects to learn. So even in online learning it it just be more difficult to learn which makes complete sense. Wahaj, what about you? Yeah, it's definitely math. Why would it be math though? So? Uh cuz like math is just very, you know, complicated. You know, especially in college when you're going to the next math level, it just gets harder and harder. And especially in online school, it's harder to focus, it's harder to pay attention. So that just adds on to the difficulty of math. It's not because math is hard, it's because of not being able to 
you know, get that ten- same amount of attention in class. You know, you yeah, know what I'm trying to say, right? I'd have to say that math is hard, though. For Even for me, math is just hard. But because for me personally, when I was learning like a lot of my math classes, I took up the calculus, so I didn't go too far. Um, but what helped me was those, the teacher would explain on the board. You know, and even though your your teachers explaining in the online learning, like they're teaching you on Blackboard or Canvas or whatever whatever site they're using, it's just not the same. It's not the same feel. What do you guys think on that? True. I think I agree. What you said, because like, go ahead. No, go for it. No, I was. Yeah, go ahead. No, I never mind. I forgot actually. What's your, what's your, what do you think is the worst subject to learn? I mean, math is hard, especially with, you know, all these new formulas and concepts that you have to just, you know, learn. I, I think everybody liked math when they were growing up, only because you had to solve, like, you know, one plus one, two plus two. I think over time, when people started to realize that, okay, I got to learn these, the- these theorems and these, these formulas and these concepts, I think that's where... You know, math started to become like you know what this is it's not for me you know i think i think math is hard i personally don't like math it is not for me but i would say the hardest subject to learn by yourself has to be it uh, or information system courses uh you know computer-based courses uh, i don't know if you, if you guys are still in high school but uh for me, it was these IT courses because, you know, when you're you're going into this new industry going up and, you know, technology is everything, but, you know, just learning the concepts of technology, the the, the, back, the behind the scenes of technology, that's, that stuff for me was pretty tough. I, I, could, I could see that actually, because especially for programming classes, bro, those, those are torture. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how do you yeah. remember one of our programming classes, bro? We had in high school. Oh wait, you were you were not with me. It was sad. Never mind. Yeah, I was in that class. But that's only because I'm taking a program class right now, and it's it's not fun. It's not fun at all. <laughs> um, it's definitely one of the harder things I gotta learn. But for me personally, uh, in terms of a subject, mm, I'd have to say, I say chemistry. Actually, I say chemistry. Um, I've never taken uh, too high, like, I took 101, but that was it. But I know for a lot of people that are taking organic chemistry, and especially since the organic chemistry is more structural, you have to look at molecules in, like, a 3D, like, on a 3D scale. I feel like that's very hard to do at home because you're not able to use, you need to have a black, like, a whiteboard or something to draw on. And I feel like that's a lot harder to do at home. Right. So I'd have to say organic chemistry would probably be a very It, it actually also, it depends on the professor also, the way professor mm-hmm. teaches you. Some professors explain things very well, but some, like, doesn't. Yeah, teachers play a big role in, in, in what they want to teach. And, and as a student, being able to learn, you know, everybody has different learning styles. So, you know, it's very important that you pick the right professor. But even chemistry in high school, I remember high school chemistry was was just like math like so many formulas that you had to learn and yeah don't I mean, bring that back it was, man. Don't it was the worst man. i hated chemistry so much We're getting the thing about chemistry in high school that i liked was that we had a lot of projects where we could like you know one time i think we we made like a rocket like fly in the air as like trials that we had to do so that was pretty important yeah i found chemistry kind of fun in terms of like the projects 
Uh, but no, I never before, did that. Oh, man, you're out, bro. man, my yeah, man. high school chemistry teacher, this guy, he was pissed off at our entire class, so he failed the entire class on the final exam. Where was it? That literally, he gave. Yeah, it was uh, that guy. He he gave everybody an E on the entire final exam, and then uh, somebody complained to the principal, and then she went through every test herself, and then uh, everybody like every nobody failed. Like everybody had different grades. Some people had D's. Some people had A's. So that, yeah, that teacher just killed everyone. Dang. So imagine this scenario, Watch. Imagine um, having that professor in the online setting. Do you think he would have been worse or better? Worse. That guy got fired, so I don't know. No, but I'm saying from your experience, yeah. what do you think, though? No, give yeah, us some, give us some examples. Was, this, this guy, he didn't even teach us in school. What do you think he was going to do online? <laughs> I could I could see that. Hey, yeah. no, like, uh, one time this guy, he's like... Uh, he told one of the students, he's like, come up here and teach the class. And then he just sat in his chair and did nothing. It's like, what? Like, what, what are you getting paid for? Like, if he's doing that in class, what do you expect him to do online? He's probably not going to show up to Zoom meeting. You know, I've actually had professors where um, they've actually assigned us Khan Academy videos to watch. So imagine you're paying tuition, right? And tuition for a lot of, it's expensive, man. It's expensive no matter where you go, right? Right. Even the community college. Right, exactly. It's expensive everywhere. And your professor gives you chronic avenue videos to watch. That I, I wanted to hit the book. I wanted to slam my head against the book. Like seriously, it was probably the worst experience I've had with a professor ever. In terms of like COVID learning, I feel like a lot of professors did that. Like right now I have an econ professor that's not giving us any synchronous he's not giving me any virtual lectures at all. At all. He gave me a set of PowerPoints. He gave me a set of handwritten notes that you can barely read. And he gave us the textbook, which we had to pay for separately. So I feel like professors are putting in a lot less time and effort into the subject that they, that they teach because they're like, who cares? We're still getting paid anyway. So what do you guys think? I know, Zaid, you go to HCC, Hassan, you go to UMC. What do you guys think about that? I mean, I haven't gotten any teacher who who would care less, but um, but I can agree with you because I understand what you are saying though. Because but I didn't got any teachers, any professors yet who are who are like the ones who you are saying like they doesn't care. I have a couple of professors who like if you, they gave us his number and he's like call me if you, like need any help or anything even during the weekend. So like, yeah. I mean, I've I've had I don't know if they cared or not like so my professors they were having trouble understanding how to do the online stuff they didn't know how to use technology that well so i felt like that messed up a lot of things i don't know if they cared or not but they did not know how to use technology at all which messed up the class big time one of my teachers she literally put a uh, question and then there was all blank answers it was like what do i do so yeah that's like the issue i had I think the institute should first teach the professors as well how to use the technology like they did with all the high school teachers last year. In terms of, well, for me, like, in terms of, like, professors not caring, I haven't really had a professor who didn't really care. I think in times like this, I had, I would say a lot of my professors are pretty, a lot more caring than I think they would be, uh, you know, with COVID and everything. Uh, 
it's like I feel like you know with COVID and everything going on right now for me these professors have been you know a lot more caring they've been a lot more generous they've been understanding um and I think that has to do with you know COVID and all that uh but yeah in terms of not caring I wouldn't say that right now I think a lot more teachers right now should be a lot more caring and understanding because of the times we're in so the fact that you guys had professors who haven't cared is and messed I, up. I, yeah, it's definitely messed up, but I understand where you're coming from. They definitely should. Like, they should definitely care more. But I feel that they, they're just, they don't put in as much effort as they should, you know? Like, do you know how you're talking about IS, IS um, how information systems is a kind of a tough subject to learn on your own, right? So, regarding that, PowerPoint is not, a PowerPoint alone is not going to help you learn anything. Like, seriously, it's not going to do anything for you. Right, you need details, you need context, you need examples from the professor. And without that, you don't know what's happening. You're just gonna cheat. Like that's that's really your only option. Um, let me just put this in. Um, we don't promote cheating. Uh, we are just talking about what's generally been happening around us, but we don't promote cheating at all. Uh, you should hard uh, you should hard work and study, but do not cheat. Like do not cheat. So we just wanted to put out there before we move forward. Continue that point B's your teacher didn't put in the effort like what, what what other option do you have like seriously I mean you can always like you know Khan Academy is, is a pretty good website but it doesn't have information system stuff yeah but I mean that stuff you you gotta have like uh, you know people like for me I've reached out to like a lot of people I know who are in like IT field so for me that's what I was kind of relying on and even in high school like I had a magnet where my, my magnet was networking. So I kind of had like the basics understanding of what now, of what this whole technology field is kind of about. Just the basics, but even the basics can take you a long way. So sometimes you just have to reach out to people. Maybe reaching out is better for you and you can learn a lot like that. How, do, how well do you think teachers are flexible with the due dates and deadlines for the assignments and tests? Flexible with assignments? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I mean, every teacher is different. So, uh, you know, for, for me, I think, like I said, I've had a lot of professors who are pretty uh, caring and understanding, and they've pretty much been flexible. Uh, so one of my teachers, not too long, like I would say yesterday, we had a, uh, I was in his class and we had a assignment due this Friday, but you know, for me, spring break is next week. And he kind of pushed the assignment to like two weeks. And he was, you know, he was just kind of like, you guys enjoy your spring break and just come back with a refreshed mind. Cause I think everybody would, would like a spring break uh, and just kind of clear their heads a little bit get ready for the second second half of the semester so for for me personally teachers have been pretty flexible and uh, just kind of understanding for the student point of view more than theirs so. yeah same my teachers are pretty flexible with the grades and everything as well I, um, I have to say I, that one thing though I'd have to say it's depending on the category the category of the subject some in some categories like the sciences I feel like are a lot harder with assignments than they are with other subjects. What do you guys, okay, so what do you guys think is an ideal situation for an effective learning 
environment? Or what do you think would, uh, how do you think kids or people, students, uh, how do you, what do you think is the best or most exciting way uh, that they can have an effective learning environment? Well, what is the best learning environment? Quiet place. Yeah, definitely a quiet place. Yeah. So less quiet. distracted one. Somewhere where you don't have to hear your brother scream, you know, that's really annoying, like siblings. Right. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, I'm like, during my classes, I just hear my brother just screaming at people on COD, you know, it's annoying. Yeah, so I feel like having a quiet environment is very important. Fahad sharing his um, personal experience. Yeah, his trauma. No, I didn't say anything. <laughs> so you say like a quiet, well, well Bern, what do you think? Um, I have to say that definitely a quiet, I, I don't think it's not always a quiet spot. You can put on music on there, but like uh, cancel out the noise and stuff. But I have to say you need your own space at least. You know, you have like maybe like your own desk or even at the dining table because some people just don't have enough room for a desk. But you just need a space where you can put your books and like, you know, where you can actually pay attention. It's, I feel like, um, I don't know what the actual terms are, but there's um, something in psychology where you're able to, if you're in a certain, um, in a certain area, you're basically able to focus a lot better you're able to do a lot better because you're that that space is known to be doing that i don't know what it's called but you just basically just need to have a pattern a habits you know and schedule and i feel right. like besides that you're good right hassan what you think i mean yeah being in a quiet place is, is good but i guess it depends on you as a person um if you if you're the type that likes to work in when it's quiet like i mean from like i know some people who listen to music when they're studying so uh you know everybody's kind of different um but i mean you know being in a quiet place would definitely be beneficial for you especially if you have like an exam or something but like do you guys think like would you like okay so you do you guys study in your rooms i have a desk so yeah Okay, do you guys have, so if you guys have, let's say, you know, it's not quiet. Let's say you have somebody outside yelling, maybe talking, playing Call of Duty. Open up your window and scream at them. Interesting. So that, so let's, but yeah, but let's say someone's like, let's say you don't have a quiet environment to learn. What are you going to do then? So what are you going to do? Make it quiet. It's okay. I actually have to deal with this thing every day. So Same the thing with me is that uh, okay, um, the thing is that uh, my room is in the basement, right? So I can pretty much hear everything that's going on from like the top floor, like everyone joining around. Uh, I got a little sister, so she her playroom is right above my room. So you can imagine all the smashing Dang. and yeah. So you can imagine like, all the yeah. sounds I have to hear. But yeah, like my room. My room is like on the top floor, so I can hear everything that goes on from the basement. It's like it can get annoying at times. You can hear everything from the basement. It makes a yeah. lot of sense. It makes so much sense. Yeah, but um, what I was saying is that basically you hear all the noise from the top floor from in the basement. So 
I basically just like put some headphones on, you know, kind of mentally prepare myself that look, this is the goals that I need to get done today. Otherwise, I want to be like a whole day behind. So I feel that mentally preparing yourself for what you need to do and all the tasks is like a very good thing. You know, just to mentally prepare yourself so you're able to sit down and just focus on what you need to get done. And then eventually when you're in the groove, like once you start completing assignments and like once you're reading whatever articles you need to, there's just like this, you're you're just doing it. At a point that your your noise, the noise just cancels out. Like it cancels out automatically, I feel like. So once you're focusing enough and once you're paying attention, um, like, you know, properly, the noise just automatically cancels out eventually. Right. Do you think we should take like breaks during study sessions? Cause like I do, at, I take like a five minute break, like every two hours or in 30 minutes. Do you think it's effective or not? Yeah, the, everyone should have a study break. But at the same time, you shouldn't have too much of a study break. Like for example, my study breaks are like three hours long. Dang. Well, I'd take it too seriously. Yeah. At a, at a point, just on a study break, man. <laughs> but I, I have to agree, yeah. Because your mind can only take so much, you know. So you need to have like little breaks, maybe even like minute breaks are acceptable. But you just need to have them in control because your mind is gonna get fried. Like if you're studying for eight hours straight, it's just gonna get fried. That's why the night before they often don't do well in gym just because their minds are fried. They just their brain can't take anymore. The information that they've learned, it's just it's not coming up to them because their brain is just not operating well. Like your brain needs time and space as well, as much as you need it. Right. I think it's important to, to take breaks. Uh, I think I was reading this article not too long ago where it talks about where, you know, if you take a break, it'll definitely uh, improve your, your focus and attention, you know? So uh, I think I was talking about how it can, there's there's positive uh, or there's benefits um, from taking these, these breaks. You know, and I, don't, I think the breaks could be about like, you know, about an hour. I think an hour break should be fine. I think that'll allow you to definitely just whatever put some uh, put the stress away a little bit from what you're trying to you know focus on. But uh, I think an hour break pretty much helps you uh, with you know coming back with a, a pot with a lot more energy than than you would have if you didn't take a break. Right. So. How do you think students should alleviate their stress? they should maybe go eat something watch a movie watch a quick show or something i don't know it's like anything they like to do do it for a little bit and then go back to studying mm. i'd have to say exercise exercise i feel like it's a very good uh, a good way to really procrastination is a huge thing right now as well what do you think how can you like get around it <clears throat> I think understanding the assignments you have and the work you have to do, having the mentality, as you said, Abrar, I think that's really important as well. Yeah, I completely agree. Do you know how we talked about in the first episode about how, like, um, well, we had that mentality that I'm going to be the best no matter what. And yeah. uh, it was basically from, like, the exercise podcast or, like, episode that we had. I feel like that can be applied to studying as well. Like, you just want to be the best. You want to get, like, your top score in class or whatever. Like, it's just mentally prepare yourself. 
really strong. You know, if you like, let's just say you don't do as well on an exam as you wanted to, it's cool. Just get back up and keep at it, man. Just stay positive, do your work. You know, stay objective, and I think you should be okay if you do that. Right. I think if uh, you know, I think a lot of people that procrast procrastinate are pretty much disorganized. Uh, they they pretty much don't know what you know what they can do next, or they kind of don't have an idea of what to do next. So I think I guess try to like maybe keep a keep a list of what what you have of things to do. Uh, you know, maybe hit the gym in the morning, come back, study, uh, make lunch, eat lunch, or go go for a walk, then come back, study more. I think if you have a list of what you have to do for that day it'll i guess allow you to quickly be like okay look i have this stuff to do i should focus on this and then whatever else is left is left <clears throat> but if you have like a morning tonight list of what you have of activities that you can do i think that'll allow you to pretty much focus on those activities and it won't allow you to be like okay i, I don't have nothing to do i'm just going Netflix but if you have like a list of what you have to do then you that'll keep you focused throughout the day and it won't I guess well for me I think it won't allow you to procrastinate as much I'd have to completely agree with this on your thought um because I feel like when I procrastinate I do what exactly what Hassan just said like if I don't know what I'm gonna do or if I'm kind of like up in the air which assignment should I start first and it's not organized not planned um, I feel like I'm just gonna roll my phone and like, watch a video or something. So I completely agree with the sauces. Right. Alright guys, this is it. This brings us to the end of the episode. If you um, enjoyed, make sure you leave a review, a comment, a like, a subscribe, and whatever the good stuff is. And this is your host, Zed. This is, there is our co-host. Um, and Wahaj. and we have our wonderful guest Hassan Anabrar. Make sure, and um, yeah, we will catch you up with the next episode next week. Thank you.